Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing, inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Okay, so welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As you know by now, this is a space where you are hearing from other amazing people in business, but you're not hearing about the successes, you're hearing about what they did when things went wrong, didn't work out, they experienced times of struggle or challenge, and they kept going anyway. And more than anything, I want this podcast to be a place where you are hearing honesty, the raw side of this journey, and the things that you see online are given some more context. And the person we're speaking to today, I've met, we've spent time together, we've spoken at an event together, we've obviously now just watched each other over the last few years. And I think our energy is quite similar, but stories and what we're doing is done in very different ways. So I'm hoping that you hear from someone else who you'd probably look at and think, wow, she just seems so happy all the time. And she just has all this energy and everything's great. But actually, there's so much more to a person than what you see on social media. So welcome, Kate, to the podcast. And I would love for you to tell everybody who you are. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Sam. It's such a delight to be here. So my name is Kate Taylor. I'm a life design and empowerment coach, and it's my mission to help women in their lives and in their business live a big, bold, beautiful life and create impactful transformation, whatever that means to them, whether that means finding their purpose, whether that means rocking their business, whether that means finding a job they love, whether that means them showing up for themselves really is about how can we all do it in a way that's completely unapologetic. It is a full form of who we are and living our big, bold, beautiful life. I love that. I want to dive straight into my first question around that because I think definitely the two of us give that message quite openly and freely about the fact that you can create change, you can create that impact in your life. However, that also then comes with quite a bold standpoint, you know? And I think a lot of people, when they are starting out or they are in business, they don't always show up in their full version of themselves because of the fear of persecution, to be completely honest, you know? Well, that's just, you're a hypocrite. You can't feel like that all the time. You're not bold all of the time. You can't be happy all of the time. And they worry that they're going to fall into this space of, judgment and 
people not believing that it's possible to have this bold life and then you end up contesting with people's objections rather than celebrating with people that get it how do you or did you when you first started with this mission how did you overcome this if you even had it this fear of what if people just don't get what it is that I'm trying to say and what made you keep saying it anyway yeah so when I first started out so I've been in the coaching realm you know owning my own business and running my own business for nearly seven years now and the person that you see now is very very different in terms of message and how I approach things to the person who started out and when I started out I'd come out of a corporate environment I was working in advertising agency world I'd come from a very very well-paid job to painting my house for a month because I didn't know what the heck I was doing and the fear of judgment that I had around the people my you know my family not necessarily my close immediate family but my partner's family of well, what does she think she's doing she's going from this well-paid job she's there's this is an unknown how does she know this is going to work how's she going to prove it is she earning any money yet? Like I could hear these constant judgments going on in my head and what they were doing was feeding into my complete fear myself. And I think that's the thing that happens all the time is the reflections that we get back from people are the reflections of the fears that we have within ourselves mm. more often than not. So we tend to be shown the mirror of things that are our biggest concerns, our biggest fears, and we're literally putting them out there in certain ways. And that changes. Like I say, I'm a completely different person now. And I've had to learn how to navigate those things, use them as the awareness piece for what's going on for me underneath the surface, and then look at those. So if it was money fears, for example, what could I do to work around those? If it's judgments around who I am and putting myself out into the world, because they come up all the time and they will come up with everybody. Mm. You put yourself out on social media, you put yourself out to your friendship group, and all of a sudden you're like, what are they going to think of me? What are they going to think of me when I'm giving this mission? Am I... Am I putting my voice out too much am I when I'm selling a retreat or an event or or a workshop am I being too much all of those things come up all of the time and for me there really are nuggets of awareness mm -hmm. so when we're finding ourselves going am I being too much is this what is this judgment telling me about myself and then what do I need to work on with that? Because within that is all the breadcrumbs for if I'm having that problem and I'm a business owner and I'm having this life, mm. then I know this is going to show up in my clients. So for me, it's another way of stepping up so that I can get that awareness so that I can be more of a, a well-rounded coach for the other people that I work with. So do you now as part of your practice and obviously being in business for so long, do you, whenever these things come up around... I want to post this, but is it just too out there? Or, oh my gosh, this is out of the comfort zone of what I normally talk about, but I really want to talk about it. Or I want to show this picture, but it's not as pretty. It's not on brand enough. You know, maybe it's just a little bit different. Do you, when that happens and you have those thoughts, would your go-to now be to go inwards, to go back to yourself and have that kind of 
re-collaboration of where is this coming from? I have a really strong mission. Um, my mission comes from a, a really clear sense of purpose and direction. And it comes from the fact that before I started doing this work, I lost my mum and I lost her very quickly. And she was just about to get into her retirement. And we lost her within three weeks. And I remember waking up and going, this is an opportunity to live in every way. She also died from a um, cancer on her adrenal glands, which was stress-related. So my mission is very much aligned to living a life as fully as we can in the time that we've got, because it is precious, and doing it from a place of well-being and being nurtured. So I, I have such a huge amount of gratitude for my mum because without that I would have been drifting so when I'm posting something and that inner critic might be going oh do you really think you should be posting that because that might be you know how will people take that I come back to that mission and that really comes from a place internally it's so aligned it's almost like that was gifted to me in some ways and that can sound like quite a weird thing to say but I'm really thankful to her for showing me everything here to live so when I come to that I have such a strong resolve within me to help other women to really live a full life and come from a place of self-care that I, it doesn't waver I just do not feel wavered by that so my mission to help other women is to help them get really connected into that sense of purpose whatever that means it doesn't have to be anything as drastic as that but it's that thing that you cannot not do so yeah I'm completely unwavering in it even when it does feel a little bit daunting of oh my god what are people going to think I come back to that place but also that's so refreshing in the sense of let's just be real about this Posting on Instagram or on Facebook, you've always got, there's always something else that you have as well as this one post. It's not your actual life. And like you said, you've only got one life. What's the worst that can happen if you post this post and it's wild? You, you, you learn from that. And I just think, whenever I talk to someone else and I hear that, I think we can get so sucked in and I know that people listening to this will be the same, and I've definitely been guilty of it. You get sucked into that online world of, you know, is this post going to do well? What can I do to help get more reach? What can I do for more engagement? And all of these things, because ultimately that helps us find more people and more people to connect to and more people to support and all of these things. And it creates this kind of suction almost that we get absorbed into. But then as soon as you come out of that and hear a story like this, there is a whole world outside of everyone's message. And there's a whole backstory that, of course, in every one of your posts, you're not going to say your mission in the way that you've just shared it with us now, that, keep, that this unwavering belief. But you know that, and that's what matters. So if someone's listening and, and they have those moments, it's not actually about what's going on outside. It's about where you are in, in your unwavering belief. If someone is listening to this then and thinking, do you know, I, I, I love that, but I don't have that yet, or I'm not sure, I'm not sure how I can be bold in my business because I don't know if I've got that unwavering belief. 
Is there any advice that you would give someone of what they can do to kind of harness that for themselves? Not mm. for social media, not for getting more likes or becoming a trend or viral or anything like that, but for themselves and that core message that they then want to bring to their business. Yeah. I always think about the women that I am here to support. And then it's not about me because I know that there are other women out there who, otherwise I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Mm. So I think about them and I might even think about one person, for example, you know, I might think about a conversation I've just had with a friend who is a, an avatar of my ideal client. And she might've come to me with, she's struggling with something, there's something going on in her life. She's having a challenge with her business, whatever that might be be and I think about her and then my post will be written for her because if you think about anything any kind of content we create any kind of message we give out regardless of the channel it's in we're all heartbeats we're all human yeah and so whenever you're connecting your message you're connecting it to somebody else's heart so when it's written from a heart it will go to a heart when it's written from a soul or solar plexus whatever it is whatever you connect in with that that's going to connect to them rather than being in the head so this is really helpful for stepping out of your own way if you're struggling because you think oh god what am I going to say I'm, I haven't got anything else to kind of go on and beating my think about the person that you are connecting with think about what it is that they're really struggling with right now and what you can talk to them about which is going to help to lift them out of that mm. that that's my number one is think about the other person that's so true okay so if we were to then think about because now all of this advice is you know you're so solid on your message who you're serving and your mission when you're at the beginning and like you said at the start you you're not the same person you were seven years ago the business has evolved everything's changed has there been a time since you started your business where you have ever thought to yourself it would just be easier to go back to the corporate world because this is hard there's a challenge or a struggle or something's happened because I know that so many so many people will be listening to this and they've either gone through that or they're in that moment of, I just don't know if I've got what it takes. I don't know if I can continue to be consistent or relentless or you know, all of these things that they're seeing in other people and they just don't think that they can push through that. And they're having those doubts of, should I just go back to what I was doing? Should I go back to that comfort zone? Should I go back to what I know? Should I just go back to a steady salary? Should I go back to working for someone else and having none of that crap that we have to deal with? Have you ever had that time? I'm sure you have because you're so... Oh my God. <laughs> I'd be completely lying if I said that I didn't. And I, would, I, I don't want to be flippant and say that it, the thought will pop in every day because there will be a time every day when you're like, are you sure you're doing the right thing here? Mm-hmm. And it does feel terrifying, especially when you're pushing yourself out of the comfort zone. But also in those moments when things aren't going the way that you think they would be or should be or whatever obligation or whatever it is you set for yourself. And I can think back... Um, particularly at the end of last year. So I have had a really, really busy couple of years in, I bought um, a a practical magic activation deck out into the world. I did a crowdfunder campaign for that, put all my energy into it. Brilliant, you know, absolutely brilliant. 
that got produced, it's out in the world, love it. Then I launched a wellbeing festival last year on the Isle of Wight. I mean, you know, just as you do, just launch a wellbeing festival. So what I had been doing for the last couple of years is putting all of my energy and intention and focus into these things, which when you're launching things for the first time, like products or events, they don't always bring you huge amounts of cash. Mm. So you're putting all your energy into it and then you're not seeing, apart from, you know, the glow of what happens when you create something and especially a festival of well-being of that's my gift to other people, but it's not paying the mortgage. Yeah. So when it had got to probably around September time last year and I'd come out of that and being busy for so long, because that is a real thing that I'm having to deal with in my life is the being busy and overstuffing my life with work. That's my lesson I've got to keep working with. When it came to September, I hit a huge crash and I was looking around and I was like, actually, I haven't got any money coming in because for two years I've been focusing on everything else. I haven't really been focusing on my business my one-to-one clients. And I had a real, there was a moment where I was laying, well, I took the dog for a walk on the beach and I was just in floods of tears. I just felt like I hit rock bottom. And what was I doing? And I was an abject failure and all these things, even though from the outside world, nobody would have thought that. And I was like, I'm going to have to get a job. I'm going to have to get a job. I'm going to have to go back to the corporate world, even though I'm probably unemployable now, all of those things going on. And then within me, there's something of like, no, you're not. What do you think you're doing? And I I reached out and I got some help with a mentor myself, a business coach and a mentor, and things have completely shifted 360. But, you know, there are those times. And also we've got to be, as women, we've got to be very aware of we're cyclical beings. So there are going to be times at every month, if you are, you know, if you, if you have a cycle, that there are going to be times of your month when you're feeling like you just want to give it all up. So it's just, for me, it's about being really aware of what's going on and going, actually, what's underneath this? Mm. Is this really that I am completely failing my business? Or is there something going on like, you know, for me, that was circumstantial. I've been working on other things for so long now, I need to put some focus back into my business. And that being the awareness piece that will drive you forward. Did you, when you were on the beach, having that moment of like, oh my God, like, what have I done? Did you ever have, like, I'm just thinking, like, for me, I'm, I'm, first of all, I find it so refreshing to know that you're not alone. Like, even for me, this is so powerful because, yeah, I would never have known that. And I've had those moments, even recently, where I've sat and cried on the sofa and said to Luke, it, it would just be easier for me to go back to teaching. It would, you know. I know what I'm doing. I know I'm a good teacher. It pays well. I've got a pension. You know, being an entrepreneur and a businesswoman, it's not easy. It comes with so many more challenges. Um, and knowing that someone else has cried too is reassuring you know because you know you're not doing it on your own but before you got your mentor and you thought you know what actually I am going to push through this and I can do it what what did you do to not become engulfed by this not failure but failure you know what did you do to stop yourself thinking what was I doing how did I drop that ball why didn't I do this and not Mm. come from a place of like panic and desperation compassion kindness 
talking to people I think the and, and that's so important when you're working for yourself in a business because you can feel so much like you're on your own and you can feel because of the world that we live in and we've got in Instagram and social media to go out there and look at how everybody else is smashing it is to just voice it actually and say particularly with say my partner at home we're both freelance and there would I have so much judgment rushing around in my head of I can't believe I've got to this um what I'm supposed to be the person that helps other people get not have this what the hell is going on so talking really helped just voicing to my partner for example and saying I'm really worrying um this is what's going on and and it just his response being well of course of course you feel like that look at what you've been doing over the last two years you've been working so hard on other things it's not a bad thing mm. he said you, you know the focus needs to go back into your business but you've got this and that was really refreshing just to be able to share with somebody who doesn't know my business inside and out he doesn't necessarily know what it is I do and just to go it, it you actually you're all right and I'd I had kept so much locked up inside of not sharing that when I did, I was just like, oh, okay. I don't feel so much of a fraud now. I've actually, I've shared it, I've voiced it. Now I can do something with it. Mm, That's so true. Did you, if you as someone listening to this, I can already imagine the women on like listening, thinking, oh my God, I've got so many questions. I want to try and unpick some of the questions that I will preempt that they would say. If you're at the beginning and you have these worries and you've got a family or a mortgage and you've got these commitments and, you know, and the business is taking longer than you thought it would or the money's not coming in consistently, how do you continue to show up when you're not seeing that? um, The word that's coming into my head is reward, but that's not what I mean. But, you know, when you're not seeing that come back to you and going back into the business or into your life, what allows you to keep pushing forward without that feedback of money or clients or engagement what did you do to to keep going Mm, it's a good question I for me and the work that I do with my clients is really keeping aligned with the vision that you set out for yourself because vision is so important what is your big bold beautiful vision what is it that you're keeping your eye on that is the thing that is going to be the expansive move towards energy mm-hmm. because what you're getting into a space of when you're worrying about, and it is a real thing. Of course, it's a real thing. You, you, we've got mortgages to pay or rent to pay. We've got families that rely on us. We've got partners who may not be, if you're in a relationship with somebody who may not be a supportive that you may feel that they're judging you or even if they're supportive and you still feel like they might be judging you, you know, that's all going on, but keep aligned with that vision of the energy that you're moving towards and who you're here to support and what it is that you set out for yourself because the ego will come in, the critic will come in and go, look, it's not happening fast enough. We'll look at what's going on. You're a failure. La, 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 la. You know, it is going to do that because it wants to keep you safe. It wants to get you back to that corporate job. It wants to get you back to that place that you were because you kind of knew what was going on there and you were getting paid regularly. Mm. Keep aligned with that vision. And 
the thing that I always invite my clients to get back into is step back into that expansive energy that really felt that it was pulling you towards what you were doing because bringing in the woo around that it's that abundant energy is going to start bringing things forward the other thing I would always say is often what happens is that we get in a trap of this isn't happening quick enough I'm not I don't have any money I'm and so that's all lack so what I would always say with my clients as well is track even if if it's not a financial track but it's the the things that are showing you that you're what you're working towards is showing up because it's showing up all the time. But often what we do is we ignore it because we're not going, but I'm not getting this fast enough. And we get so diverted and we get these blinkers on of all the things we don't have. We don't look at the things that we do. So to be able to put fuel into that abundant energy, track everything that is going on for you. What I did is um, when I started working with my coach and I had a, my mentor and I had a very specific goal in mind I started tracking every day and over the space of three months I'd made 26 grand wow and I didn't think I was bringing any money in so that money was already coming in it was just that I got in myself into a state of I'm not bringing anything in Mm -hmm. so there was money coming in it was just I wasn't looking at it I wasn't accepting it. I wasn't being, wasn't showing it any gratitude. And so when you start putting that abundant energy into it, more comes in. Now that might sound overtly woo-woo. I wish there was some more science around it so we could actually help that to drop in, but it works. Yeah, it does for sure. When you have a business that is so personal and based on personal connections and is run by you, you know, essentially you're the personal brand and you're connecting with people, and I know that this is a fear for so many that you want to help everyone, but you're also dealing with other people. And then there comes things like um, cancellations or refunds or negative DMs or, um, you know, people not loving what you're doing or, you know, all of these things. You're, you're managing expectations as well when you run a personal brand, personal business, that personal coaching element. And it's so, so personal the work that you're doing, how do you, how have you ever managed that, those struggles or managing other people and how they show up to you and how that impacts you? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I feel like there's so so much in that question. I completely get it. And it's really, it's a really good question to ask because it's going to come up and it's definitely going to come up when we're in that like, oh my God, what am I doing? I don't really think that it, it shows up because people who come into our lives are the mirrors of the deepest parts of ourselves that we don't really trust or we don't have the confidence in. And I remember the first, one of the first clients I ever had and I had been, I wasn't charging anything like I do now and I was doing that classic thing that we all do of going oh well you know if I just do it really cheaply now then that means I'm going to get clients in and interestingly that person was my biggest lesson because they were the biggest pain in the ass around money Um, they didn't show up for any of their sessions they didn't do any of the work and then halfway through they just went I can't afford it anymore can I have my money back And they'd already pre-booked for the six sessions. It's just they didn't turn up for them. And I remember this person showing up and because I was like, 
no, that's not possible. Kind of using the scenario, if you don't book six yoga sessions and not turn up for them and then want your money back. And I remember this person bringing me all of the things that I was worried about. She brought me that I'm going to take you down on the internet. You're a bad person. You don't, you know, she gave me everything that I was worried wow. about. I was like, whoa, this is again, really after having a complete panic phone call to one of my closest girlfriends on a, also on a business journey and her just saying to me, this is the most brilliant invitation for you to step up. This is, she's just bringing you everything that you were worried about on a plate and no, it's all noise. Don't worry about it. You walk back through your door like the CEO of the business that you are and you put what you need to put in place. And so from that, I was able to, I, I hadn't had any contracts in place. I hadn't had any refund policies in place. I hadn't had my terms and conditions or even if they're not terms and conditions, what are the boundaries you're putting around yourself and your business to make sure this energy doesn't show up? Now, of course, we're always going to get things come in because we are dealing with people. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone is going to like your services. But the thing that I do at the beginning of everything is really set the containers for our working relationship together if I'm working with a client, but also what I'm available or not available for just in general. And that might be a very, you know, me speaking that out, but it might also be energetically what I'm available or not available for. So when people come in now and they're like, you know, oh, you're way too expensive. I thought you were going to, whatever it is they're bringing to me, I'm able to just go, not to their face, obviously, because this would be rude, but this is your story, it's not mine. And I just let them go with love. This is your story, it's not mine. And that's a lot of what people are bringing. It's not being heartless. It's just that we can't get involved in everybody else's stories. We can't get involved in, because then we wouldn't be good coaches or business people if we were trying to be all things to all people. It's just not going to work. That's such a good point in terms of, because I think definitely when you're at the beginning as well, um, and I've obviously had clients go through this experience where you have a client you have a negative experience you know maybe they do say things or you know it's they want to refund all of that kind of thing um you then worry that they're like talking about you on the internet slandering your name dming everyone not to talk to you all of these things but sometimes would you agree with this that sometimes the best things to the best thing to do in that situation is rather than continue to try and please them which I know I know people listening to this will have done you know well how can how can we continue working together you know could we have an extra session I can give you something for free maybe we can do this and we can do that sometimes of course that is necessary if you feel like you haven't delivered what you wanted to yet and you know you could still support them but do you think that there's also time and space where you do need to let people go for your own well-being and not see that as a personal failure against you or you being a coach or, or being good in business? Yeah, totally. Because ask yourself the question, what are you doing that for? Are you trying to overly please that other person so that you get the recognition from them and reward from them then what happens in terms of your that that feel, really feels like there's a a dynamic shift that how are you then going to work with that person 
I know that from experience of, you know, this has happened to me before back in the early days where somebody just didn't like, I do, I'm a master NLP practitioner as well. And they just didn't like NLP. They just thought it was woo woo magic. You know, they just, they were like, no, no, no. And I was like, right, you can have a more practical element of it. And actually that would, again, is a bigger story because that's where the words that my work practical magic came from so thank you very much to that client but sometimes people have just made up their minds they don't want to work with you and that's okay like you don't have to prove yourself to them your work is your work and your work will affect many people in a positive way in an incredible way whether you're working one-to-one with them or whether you're sharing a post and they you may not even be aware of the positive impact that you're having on people but you are so the important thing is to come back to that place of alignment for you who are you doing it for what is it that you're doing it for what's your reason for doing it why are you doing it and then that and then try not to over please people because when you're on that back foot you'll be trying to do it to get that recognition from them and trying to please them and it's never gonna happen we've all been in the situation haven't we in our in our personal lives or in relationships when we've tried to be something else for other people maybe have maybe haven't and it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And you really get that sense of alignment with people when they're ready to show up for you and you're ready to show up for them, the incredible work that can be done. But if one of you is trying to show up too much and the other person's like, mm, I'm not sure about you, where do you think the balance is going to go? Where do you think, how do you think you're going to be able to do good work together? It just doesn't work at all. would you then say I've got so many things like listening I guess I forget that I'm actually like asking the questions just like listening um the thing that I think that I want all of the episodes to do for people is almost show them the hindsight that they aren't able to see yet because as we all know hindsight is such a amazing invaluable lesson that we can all take and even you know, 24 hours makes a difference. You know, something really bad happens and you think that the world's going to implode and the next day you wake up and think, I'm still here and I can do something and you take one step in front of the other and, you know, things start to bounce back. But in terms of the resilient attitude and showing up and serving and having this unwavering belief and and not allowing the refunds, the complaints, all of these things to, you know, stab you in the heart, shall we say, would you say that all of the, when you look back over your journey, all of the times you've had struggles or failures or challenges, how do you feel about them now? And how do you think that they've impacted who you are and the business that you've got? I think they've just made me a stronger person. I think the word there that you used is resilience. And any failure is just it's a learning experience. And whilst I am the biggest people pleaser in the world and I'm working on that one, I also believe so much in what I'm doing and the positive impact and what it has. So um, I was at a, I was doing a speaking gig last week and the guy who was on in front of me was this um, incredible doctor and he was talking about the impact of positive feedback and actually the impact on positive affirmation in the workplace um, and the studies that they've done within the NHS and what he was sharing was the the power of 
the good stuff versus the bad stuff. And we obviously negative bias as a human evolution and means that we've got to where we've got to because we've had to come from a place of being scared of things, being worried about things happening. If I pet that saber-toothed tiger, nice kitty, is going to kill you. So we've had to be aware of things to be scared of. But the important thing about is trying to focus on the fact that, yes, shit is going to go down, things are going to go wrong, but actually let's look at over here of all of the things that went right about that and actually the impact that that's made. So if I think about failures or learning experiences, when I did the Wellbeing Festival last year, um, we got the food wrong. And there were a few people, there was a couple of sessions that overran and a few people didn't get lunch. When I asked for the feedback, and I had put on before the feedback went out, I'm, thank you for bearing with us. We're really aware of this and that, you know, a couple of things, especially the food that's, you know, completely on us. We're working on that already. And the feedback was, I was from (laughs) one particular person, I was really, really cross about the food situation. I was really, really cross. It ruined the rest of my day. And I was like, that stung because the whole thing was about how can I nurture people? Mm. And if you're not feeding people, you're not nurturing them. And that ruined her experience. And I dwelled on it for a while. And I was like, am I going to let this set the tone for what I'm creating here? Because yes, it's an unfortunate thing and we're working on it. And I completely appreciate how much that must've been annoying that it ruined their day. It's a bigger picture. My vision with, that with the awakening with the festival is self-care for everyone you know when we can don the oxygen mask and how that has a positive impact on the world so one person yes it's unfortunate uh, we've done what we can do to rectify that but it's the bigger mission once again so you ha- i have to keep myself reminded of that so you almost come out of the initial problem and try and see it from for the bigger yeah. behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And try and remove the sting of how it feels. Because as you mentioned it earlier, we make up stories in our heads. Oh, this person's going to go and talk about me and that's it. They're going to, you know, so what? Yes, they are. Like, it's okay. We don't have to please everybody. You can't go to that person going, I'm really sorry, what can I do? And then go and speak to all of their friends that she might mention that to you've got to let it go. Mm. And I know it's easier said than done, mm. but think about the positive impact you're making on the world with all of the good stuff that you're doing. And just notice physically and emotionally how that feels in the body and how that, for me, how that feels on a physiological level, how the energy of the bigger uh, impact I'm here to make, that for me just quashes that other state really quickly. So I'm able to move through those quite quickly now. Mm, that's definitely my biggest, obviously from my background, the anxiety, that's the thing I struggle with the most, being an entrepreneur now, the kind of what if stories, the catastrophizing, the worst mm. case scenario, you know, my head still, it doesn't happen. You know, let's say it used to happen 100%. It's on like, you know, 11%. It's a very small fraction, but when it happens, it is so intense. It engulfs my body, takes over my brain. It's all I think about. I cannot see a way forward. There is no light to that situation. They're going to ruin my business. I'm going to end up 
everyone slandering my name, hate mail. You know, I really take it to that. That story becomes totally the only story that there is. So what do you do in that situation then? How do you work through that? Two, well, yeah, really good point. Two things really. One, same as you, I speak to my husband. I, like, I have to get it out of my head, you know, so I have to externalise it. I can't hold that on or I own it and I can't own it because I know that it's not true. But if I only listen to my own thoughts, it is true because there's no one contesting it in my brain. So I have to share it with him and go to the extreme, say the extreme, and I know that he will be like, Sam, that is ludicrous. And the second thing that I do is, very similar to what you were saying about the with the money and we don't have any and we focus on the negatives. Now what I do is I really try and focus on all of the people that I know that I'm helping and that I genuinely know I've touched their hearts and they touch mine. And I think I have to, and then, and Luke made a good point once he said, IBM, Virgin, Apple, Google, people, for every 1 million people that think it's a joke and have an Android or a Samsung or a Huawei instead of an iPhone, there is a million people that want the iPhone. It's the same in business. Like you, you cannot expect to be the number one solution for 100% of the population. So I try and remember that. I try and actually just think, okay, who are my who are my people and who would always come to me uh, opposed to the opposition, you know, Mm. aside from that, because I think that that's the biggest thing to recognize in ourselves that, like you said, there is only so much you can do. And if you've done your best, the other thing I say to myself actually is, have I done my best? You know, have I given that person everything I could have, you know, did I show up with full energy? Did I show up with compassion? Did I show up, and serve them and meet them where they were at? Did I mirror what they needed in me? And if I can say yes to all of that, then it is just a difference of opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just nice to hear the transitions that other people go through. You know, the fact that you had this woman complain about food, but then you would have had hundreds of people that were like, it was the best day ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. I always go back to, um, <laughs> I always think about something Madonna once said is that she could be in a stadium of hundreds of thousands of screaming fans and she will always play to the person who sat there with her arms folded. Wow. Think of it, you know, it's human nature, we do it. And something just reflecting on what you're talking about there is work out when you find yourself going into saving mode rather than being in your coach mode. Because we do it, we do it all the time don't we? I, I, I can make a difference for this person because, you know, they're my ideal client and they're bringing me all these things. And it's like, are you being a savior or are you being a, um, an independent viewpoint for that person? Cause that's what we're all about as coaches. When you find yourself stepping too much into their lane or into their space, then you are not in the right space. You need to come back into your space. And if that means that you need to let people go or accept defeat, I'm putting the speech marks, then that's okay. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Let them go with love. Mm -hmm. Let them go with love. Because even when they might be saying, well, I haven't got what I needed, or it could be a hundred million reasons that have got nothing to do with you. It could be so 
much going on with them, so many old stories, or they just don't want to do it because it feels too scary. So the easiest thing they're going to do is go, well, you're crap and I want my money back. And it's never about you at all, at all. Or even if it is, so what? You know, just let it go with love. And just know that what I do know is that I've had people come back to me, you know, whether it's been an Instagram post, whether they listen to my podcast, whatever it is, they'll come back and go, I remember that thing you said five years ago. And it's always stuck with me. So even if that person doesn't think they're getting value from you and they want their money, whatever it is, they are. There will be something that will be a learning and uncovering that we're all learning from each other. So use that as the learning experience. It's not a failure, it's learning. And what can you build up your resilience around it? So what do you need to take from it that is your lesson that's going to help you to be a better business person, a better coach, whatever it is that you're, you're bringing into the world? I love that. I think that so many women will just sit here with this kind of refreshed attitude to building a business after hearing this conversation because, and that's the whole reason that I wanted to create these. And I said that to you, I want people to know that even the people you aspire to create businesses like, or, you know, embody the attitudes of, and you, you know, you want this bold, vivacious life we're all on our own journey and we all struggle and that will never change. You know, that will never change. There'll always be parts of running a business that are hard. There'll always be challenges that come up. And I think the, the more we succeed, the more challenges we face because that's just how it works, isn't it? You know, the polarity of, of growth. But I just love the fact that through all of the big missions that you've got and the big things that you've created, there has still been moments of despair. And I say that with compassion in the fact that I love it. I love it because I think it just shows the honesty behind what this really is. You know, like no one has all of the answers and no one knows what they're doing every single moment of every single day. But the fact that you keep going is what really matters. Yeah, absolutely. And not every day is is fun. Not every day is all rainbows and unicorns. Like we're all human. We're all walking each other home. And actually that the biggest lessons are in the shadow. The biggest lessons are in the things that don't go in the way that we expected them to. And actually they we can take more from that. I mean, I think I've learned more in my business from the things that have gone wrong than the things that have gone exactly in the way I wanted them to 100% mm. of the time I love that well I'm going to obviously leave your Instagram handle for people to be able to come and like stalk you is there any other links that we can put into the show notes for people to connect with you learn more about you see your face just have more of this energy yeah, absolutely. So I hang out on Instagram a lot. I hang out on Facebook. So on Facebook, I'm Kate Taylor Creative Living as well. So it's the same URL ending as it were. And my website, katetaylor.co. And also if anybody's been listening to this and needs a bit of wellbeing, then the awakeningfestival.co.uk is where you can find out about my summer of love amazing oh yeah of course for the event yeah I'll definitely yes. put that in there because we're recording this ahead of time so you'll be listening to this in April so then that's still plenty of time yes, it is yeah. taking place 
on the Isle of Wight on the 6th and 7th of June. Yay, okay, definitely. I'll do that as well. I'll add all of that on there. And thank you so much, Kate, honestly, just for being so open and honest about your journey, but also with everyone else, because I know that it's so hard online for people to feel like they get that that truth behind the online space and, and the reality of what this really looks like. And I just, I really am grateful that you've shared this time with us and as part of this journey. Thank you for opening up this conversation. I think it's a brilliant, brilliant one to have. Thank you so much, my darling. Oh, you're welcome. And obviously I will continue to speak to you and I hope everyone listening to this does too. Well, what an episode that was. And I'm so excited that you have been here, been empowered and been inspired by this amazing episode on the Be Bold in Business podcast. I have some bold invitations for you. It wouldn't be the Be Bold in Business podcast if you didn't have some ways that you can be bold in your business too. Number one, I would love to hear from you about how you found this podcast by screenshotting and tagging me and any guests you've heard in your stories on Instagram. Number two, I would be elated if you would create and write a five-star review on iTunes if this podcast has given you food for thought and some aha moments that you are going to take and put forward into your business. And number three, if you would like to be supported by myself as your coach and mentor, go deeper on your business journey, learn some amazing, invaluable lessons of how you can grow, scale, and succeed in your business through things to do with marketing, social media, selling, serving, clients, automation, systemizing, and everything else in between, the BMA is open for you to join. The Bold Moves Academy is a place where we are celebrating ambitious, determined, and inspired female entrepreneurs who are ready to be bold in their business, be seen, show up, and thrive. If you would like to come and join this epic community of women, then I would absolutely love to welcome you there. All of the links that you need to enroll yourself in the BMA are in the show notes below, and I cannot wait to welcome you back on another episode of the Be Bold in Business podcast and to see you being bold online, in your business and in the academy. Until next time, my bold, fabulous friend.